Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Hi Niall, I hope you can help me. I'm at my wit's end and I'll try to keep it short. Two years ago myself and my wife decided to relocate to Australia. Nice, good idea. Uh, We have a two-year-old and agreed it was now or never. I feel a sound coming on. Anyway, my wife is a hairdresser and I work as a plumber. We finally have everything organised, have saved up, quit our jobs, got things sorted out over there. It has taken a lot to get sorted and as far as I'm concerned, there is no backing out now. The thing is, two weeks ago, my mother's wife or my wife's mother was diagnosed with dementia. She's 62 years of age and is physically perfect. It was a total shock. Her memory had been poor, but we thought it was some kind of vitamin deficiency. My wife is very close to her. We had already uh, already had been uh, planning her trip to visit us in Australia when we moved. Now, my wife doesn't think she can go. Her dad died years ago and her mother lives alone. My wife's brothers live down the country and are generally no help at all, let alone in a situation like this. I feel terrible for my wife and I'm not prepared to stay in Ireland. Mentally, I have already gone and moved. And financially, we are in a worse position now and we agreed to leave. Staying would destroy us and destroy our family. We keep fighting. I honestly don't know where it'll end. I'm worried now for our marriage. What should I do? Is it selfish to move to Australia when a parent is sick? What a shocking Horrible situation to be in. Everything is done. They've sorted everything out. They've quit their jobs. They've packed everything in. They're financially ready. They're mentally ready. They're gone. They're already moved. They've looked at Australia. They've sorted out jobs over there. They've obviously maybe looked into renting or whatever. I don't know. He doesn't give all the details, the gory details, but they're gone. It's already sorted. It's a done deal. And now the wife has turned around and said, I can't go. My mother's just been diagnosed with dementia. You would expect me to go now, would you? And he's gone, but... But, dar- but darling, we've already decided everything. We've done everything. What should he do? Is it selfish of him to force or to put her in a position now where she has to go to Australia? The number is 87 8 That's 87 8 8 It's a difficult one. Sharon, you're in Ireland's Classic It's Radio. How are you doing, Sharon? I know. What, uh, a, what a difficult situation. Gosh, it really is. Um, and there's no easy, quick answer to it either. There's a lot can happen down the line. You're not sure how she is at the moment. The only thing that comes to mind for me is maybe he could go, seeing as though it's all set up and he has financially, you know, they probably will need to, you know, to money coming in. Yeah. Maybe she could delay her going for a little while. Well, that's going Until to destroy, so what? He's going to go with the kids and leave his wife behind. No, no, maybe maybe the little child could stay with with, with the mom. Uh, they should probably both speak to you know to the people who are experienced in all of this, so that they they know exactly what they're dealing with. And um, I know myself, I would I would find it very hard to leave my mom in that those circumstances. It's a hard one because you have the responsibility, your first responsibility is to your husband. So my heart breaks for him too. But I mean, either way, even if they had have moved and she hadn't been diagnosed, she's 62. In a few years time, she'll be getting on in years. 
you know, as older people do get on in years, they have health complications. You know, was she going to abandon Australia then at that point anyway and saying going home to look after my mother? I mean, or she's got to get older and need looking after when she gets older anyway. So, I mean, surely that was a consider that should have been a consideration from the word go then. Yeah. You see, sometimes you, you can look after people at home and manage quite well at home, but then a few years down the line, it can get worse. And sometimes, from my experience of people I've known, the, the parent has to have full care, so they have to go somewhere where they're really well looked after, you know? Mm, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. It's so. a question of timing, really. Somebody said they shouldn't have sold the house, <laughs> rented out for a year or so. I think, that, you know, I don't know, I think they sold, yeah. they say they sold the house and everything, yeah. Everything is sorted. You know, she's a hairdresser, he's a plumber, they've sorted out jobs over there. You know, they've, they've done everything. But, and, and now, and now the wife, the wife is saying, ah, well, we can't go now. You know? Yeah, well, I suppose he'll have to be strong and say, look, we, we've made our, we've, we've made our, our plans and um, how are we going to put that all together here when we, you know. But is that, is that said, selfish? See, he wants to know, is it selfish of him? Because they, they keep arguing over the last few days. He wants to know. They're is both it, in shock. God love them. They're both in shock, you know. But is, they, is it selfish of him to, to say, well, look, we need to motor on with this. I'm sorry. We need to motor on with this. This is their plan. This is their future. It's us. It's our family. You know? I know. I know. It's not easy. Some people would choose to stay. Some would choose to go. It's just a, they have to... I can see know. the end of a marriage here, Sharon. God. Because, yeah. you know, if she has dementia, you know, sadly... It's an illness that can last a long time. Yeah. And that he's, the dream is over. He's not going to Australia. She's not going. You're saying, you know, he could go and scope it out on his own and get things ready for them. But her mother could be alive for another 15 years, 20 years. I know. She's never going to go. Well, in my heart, if it was my mother, I would have to stay. I, I couldn't go. I couldn't go. Okay, stay there, Sharon. Let me go to John. John, you're in Ireland's Classic It's Radio. How are you doing, John? Well, hello, Noel and Radio Land. Hello, John, in Citizen Land. Who was the fellow you say? Hello, pre- no, not preachers. What did you say? Who? Hello, patrons. What's that fellow? Oh. Then they came now. <laughs> pa- fellow patriots <laughs> is what he used to say. Yeah. Hello, patrons. Or, not patrons. Patriots. Or, yeah. Patriots. Patriots. <laughs> John, yeah, it, it's not really a light-hearted topic, but you seem to be in good form today. But anyway, you know, I mean, Sharon... I'm good form, Niall. Yeah, I'm I know. Well, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. Well, well normally really... Sharon is too. She's normally in good form too. But, see, this topic would break anybody's heart. Uh, and okay. So, yeah, what, so yeah. what, does, what does this guy do now? Okay, well, he has to move on. He has to put his family first. I know that sounds terribly controversial, but the fact is he has to... Now, my idea around that is, is there nobody here in Ireland that could look after the mother for him? No, she's already said that in the email. The, uh, my wife's brother no lives down the country, only one brother, lives down the country and is of no help, let alone in a situation like this. What did it mean he's no help? Well, like, he, well, he, lives, he lives far away and he's of no value. He's, he's obviously yeah, not... Yeah, could can, you live with him? I mean, that kind uh, of It thing. doesn't sound like it. I'm sure that must have been discussed already. It doesn't sound like he can, now. 
Well, the only thing I would do, I'm going to put myself in that guy's position. The only thing I would do, I would say, look, honey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to move. We're going to take Mammy with us. I know she's in a bad state of affairs at the moment, mm. but at least she'll be with us. And it may, well, yeah, well, okay. Going forward. That may not be possible from a legal point of view. Well, they, they, you can't just move to Australia. You can't just walk in and say, I'm going to live here. So you have to get visas and you have to get all sorts of things, which they've obviously yeah. sorted out. So the mother... That's not a bad idea. Well, hang on. Both of you are saying it's not a bad idea. It may not be legally possible. I don't understand why you can't, why it wouldn't be legally possible. To because because she doesn't have a visa. She may be able to go on a visitor's visa for a period of time for three months, but then she'll have to return home. Yeah, mm. she couldn't. I see what you're saying. Legally, she couldn't sign off on the documentation. Yeah, yeah she, she, she can't, you can't just go to Australia. You know what I mean? You have to, you, you can go on a visitor's visa for three months, but she'll, she'll have to return home. They, they can obviously, they've obviously got a visa to work. She can't. You know yeah. Yeah, I know. Do you, do you know what? I was just talking to researcher there. And maybe she doesn't want to. A lemmer and a half, isn't it? Oh, it is. I mean, at the end of the day, they do need to move on as a family. And hey, that's just the way it is because there's nothing here for anybody. But yeah, the mother is kind of anchoring the back a bit there. Mm, and you see, you see unfortunately, Australia is not like Ireland. You can't just wander in from any country in the world and just stay there. <laughs> That's the way Ireland has become. Wander in and go, (laughs) You've all seen that programme, Nothing to Declare. If you don't have a visa or a reason to be there, you're on the next plane home. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And that's just the way Australia is. I mean, and and somebody somebody rightly points out she'll have no health insurance. So I wonder, could her house be, um, could they do something with her house that maybe they could appoint somebody they know and trust to care for her? They probably have to look in for that and then. Okay. The wife could, you know, visit for weeks at a time or something. That's mm. something that could be looked into. I mean, don't get me wrong. She can still go to Australia and visit. I mean, I'm sure she'll be in, you know, in a healthy position for the next couple of years. But but her her health yeah. could deteriorate very quickly. And I know somebody who was diagnosed with dementia yeah. in their 60s, going back a short time ago, and their health deteriorated extremely quickly. Yeah, you know. Now I know other people who've been diagnosed and their health doesn't deteriorate quickly. It takes yeah, a long period I of time. Wonder, I wonder, Niall, would our health? I know you're saying that with dementia it will decrease. Let's be honest. There's no point even saying that. But I wonder where Australia, where our health kind of you can't. No, I see again, again, again. You can like somebody's rightly texting here. Australia probably wouldn't let her in. They would regard her as a burden on the state, and I don't mean that in a sort of yeah. disparaging manner. Unless they look after her full time. I mean, they take where, on, where, I don't say the burden. Yeah, but they where, where the are they going to look after? Over. But so John, you're not making any sense. Where are they going to look after? You're, will you explain what you mean? <clears throat> What I'm saying there, Niall, is, I mean, obviously Australia's going to go, look, this, this woman has a problem, she's got dementia, she's not going to get better, blah, blah, blah. The fact is, and then to say, right, we're not taking on that financial burden if, the, you know, you need extra services, you know, medical services and all that. Which pay for it. Then if the family says, well, we'll, you know, we'll... we'll but you're missing them. the point, John. They, they won't give her a visa to stay there. No. Right. Most likely. Most likely. Maybe something done, uh, some kind of a financial deal done. Uh, that may, I mean, there are lots of people looking for for home somewhere to live at the moment. Maybe they know somebody who would move in and look after, you know, move in with her. Um, I think there's two choices here. 
There's only two That's choices. Kind of awarded the state, then you're talking no, about. No, no, look, look, because you're are complicating this way way too much. And I think there's two choices here. He either agrees to stay. <laughs> he either agrees to stay because she's made her decision. So he either agrees to stay back in Ireland, go back to his old job again. They'd have to rent somewhere now because they probably sold the house now at this stage or they can buy yeah. another house. He agrees to stay or that's, the, or that's the end of their marriage. That's, that's the choices oh, he has. The tears are just welling up, Niall, in my eyes. This is a really, really tough one. Yeah. That's the, well, that's the two choices, Sharon. Because he's coming up with all sorts of other plans which are not doable. They're just not doable. Yeah. Well, the only other thing, Niall, I would say in this situation is uh, legally is that maybe... They, they, they need to sit down and talk about a bit, this a bit further. Maybe two years on, like for two years, just hang back for two years, see how things progress. I, I maybe not in a great way, but you know, if she's still around the two years time, and then That's they, a terrible way to talk about her. I know, but I mean, you have to be realistic now and moving forward. You really do. Okay, we'll stay. We'll stay there for a second. A lot of people text again. So he says, John is making a mountain out of a molehill here. Uh, both your callers are coming up with all sorts of things that they could possibly do, but all of them are not fixable. Uh, I think most people are saying the same thing. There's two, there's two ways of dealing with this. The man stays with his wife and his family because his wife has made a decision she wants to stay with her mother and not go. Or he leaves his wife. If he really feels he needs to move on with his life and live in Australia and that's what he wants to do, he leaves his wife and that's the end of the marriage. Because that's really it, isn't it? They're the only two decisions. He stays with his wife and sticks with her through thick and thin because she wants to stay and look after her mother or he leaves her. Frank, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. How are you doing, Frank? I'm on top of the world. Thanks on yourself now. Good, Frank. Well, they are the two decisions, aren't they, really? Exactly, but there's only one honestly clear decision and that's uh, he got married, so um, his wife's mum kind of became his mum when he said his vows. And you don't leave family behind. Her mom's fallen ill, so he's got to um, grow a pair and change his plans. Things things change. They they got to be there for this lady. Um, Dementia is not going to be easy, and he's he's just got to commit to his vows for better or for worse. Yep. He see he says as far as he's concerned in his head, I've already moved, and financially we're now in the worst position we could ever be in because we agreed to leave. Staying will destroy us as a family. What should I do? Is it selfish to move to Australia when a parent is sick? It probably is selfish for of him not to move to Australia when a parent is sick, but to abandon his wife in that time that she's made that decision, I suppose, isn't it? Exactly, because if, if they've already um, done all those financial commitments, if he jogs off and leaves her behind, he's going to leave her in a, a financial pickle where... If they stick together, you know what? Uh, uh, str- the strongest couples are the ones that stick together through any type of crap. If, if let, let's say, if everything just erupts, yep. um, if you stick together, you'll pull through in the end. Um, whether you've got to eat cheaper meals for, for a couple of weeks or, you know what, you, you work on a tight budget. All of us have done it, and it's, it's, it's possible. And you've got friends and family here that are willing to help you out if, if they had to stay. So you know what, you'll you'll always come out at the end, but you, you can't leave family behind, um, especially in this type of situation. There you go, John. See, you selfish person. You can't leave family <laughs> behind. You can't just abandon your wife. You married her. You you had vows, oh, yeah, thick and thin, sickness, no, health, that. all that kind of carry on. And you basically adopted her mother when you married her. And that's it. you got to stay. I understand that. To your caller there, I'll say this. At the end of the day, look, 
if they want to move forward, they have to move forward. They can't move backwards. Now, of course, you have a medical problem there, which which is the the mother who has Alzheimer's, which is a debilitating illness. The fact about it is the way I would look at this is that if the wife wants to stay, he's not going to change her mind unless they do more talking around that. The fact of the matter is the wife still wants to stay and look after the mother, well then, and he still wants to go, then the natural thing to do, and I hate to say it, and I'll be shot down for saying it, but it doesn't matter, he has to just go with his dream. That's it. Yeah. That's Period. what I thought too. He should just go. She should just, just go. stay. And hopefully... Well, that, well, that's the, no, well, that's the end of the marriage. That's, that's, really... that's the coward's yeah, way out. For me. Well, do. What, what do you say, Frank? That's the coward's way out. Yeah, that's the coward's way out. He He's just chasing what he believes in and... You know what? Whatever him and his wife have been through uh, yeah, since they've been together actually proves to be nothing. Sorry, John. It's not being a coward. It's being realistic. He wants to go. The wife wants to stay. He, you know, at the end of the day, you have to follow your dreams. You have to follow where your heart wants. Yeah, to but, but you also have to have respect for the person you love too, and you marry. No, and, I mean, and at, at one point, the day, that woman was his dream. The wife has made her decision. She stayed fast. She's going to stay. She's going to look after mommy and the story. He has to look after his, you know, he has to look after his dreams. There, there, there is an argument, Frank, and, and to, in fairness to John, that if he stays, and you can clearly see in this email, he's already checked out. He's already moved in his own head. You know, as far as he's concerned, this is his dream. If he stays, he'll resent her. Yeah. Uh, you know what, uh, if, if if I had to put myself in those shoes, um, let's say I had to get offered a position to work in Gordon Ramsay's kitchen, um, uh, it would always be a dream of mine to do something like that. And my wife had to turn around and say, look, babe, my, my mom's sick. Uh, we've got to look after her. Well, you know what, that, I made a commitment to my wife before my dream came along. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my, a, a commitment... No, you made a commitment to your wife to stand by yeah, her but not through. The mother-in-law. Yeah, you made a commitment your to your wife. Yeah. So yeah, whatever decision your wife makes, you've got to stand by your wife as she would stand by you. So you make that commitment, you make those vows, through better or for worse. Is that is that a fair yeah. point, Sharon? Yes, that's a very fair point. Mm. That man is making making a lot of sense. And he's he's speaking from the heart and love. And love and family are everything. At the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah, and your wife or your husband, no matter what the decision is, sometimes you may not always agree with that decision, but if you love that person, you'll stand by them, won't you? Yeah. yeah. Can I get back in there now? Yeah, you can, John. Go ahead. Look, the the way it's looking at this is it's been too simplified. The fact that, yes, I agree the fact that you have to look at, you know, when you take on a wife, you take on the vows of your wife, you take on that. But he didn't take on the responsibility of the mother-in-law. Now, I know it's what the, the mother... Well, well, no, well, no, hang on, no, well, hang on. He did. Because when you marry your wife, you don't, you don't just marry your wife or you marry your husband. You, you, marry their, you marry their family as well. Because they love their family. Uh, no, no, I wouldn't see that as... I know I, when you okay. marry somebody, you marry them, you don't marry the family. That's well, yeah, well, well, then you shouldn't have thought Call about it. Call it cynical you know. or whatever, <laughs> but that's the way, you know, you just marry the person, not the entire... Family, yes, but the, the decisions, the yes, that came before. But the decisions that your partner, your wife, or your husband make around their family, you must respect those decisions. And you must, the most important thing to you is the person you married. And if they make a decision 
that they believe is the best for them, you know, you're, you're there to support that decision and support them. But as you already said, Niall, his marriage is over because no matter what he chooses, he's going to be miserable as sin here. Yeah, so at the end of the we'll day, even if he stays, the, the marriage will probably go to the wrong Yeah, I think the marriage is doomed, Frank, to be honest. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you because I think in the email that the clues are there. I think the marriage is doomed. The very, the very fact that he didn't just bother not... I mean, why even wrote to me and told me about it? The very fact that he didn't just support his wife in the first instance and say, I'm with you, honey, all the way. Don't you worry about it. We can deal with this together. The very fact that he's not done that, I think the marriage is doomed. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately. Hopefully something changes his mind. But uh, you know what? Um, some people just uh, take the easy ticket out. It was stay there because Kev, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids Radio. Hey, doing Kev? You've been in this I'm, situation. Yeah, I'm. I'm just on a lunch break, so uh, so. Uh, yeah, make it quick yeah, and have, No, no, no. Look, the diagnosis is not an instant death sentence. The people, of, of course not. Of course not. It takes. It can take, and it often does take. Very years. sad diagnosis that can take a long time to manifest. I, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was my mother was six years. Yep. Before she really needed home care help. Now, it was a hospital book that got her, believe it or not. It wasn't the dementia in the end. But what I'm saying is, they can still, what they need to do is get power of attorney sorted out for the mother now, get the care package sorted out for the house now, get her will sorted out now. They can still go to Australia. They, they may not even like it. They can come back in a year, three years. It's five years, four or five years down the line that you need to start thinking about. Not now. Oh, no, I, and, and yes, you are thinking logically to some degree, but... Here's the, but, but hang on, Kev, here's the thing. The wife has already made a decision she's staying. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's not thinking logically. She's thinking with her, with her heart, not her mind. It's the husband's thinking, right, the husband's signed, signed off. You need, they need to sit down and think of this logically. Think of this. In two years' time, if the mother's still copus mentis, they're going to go, why the hell did we go? And they could be broken up. They probably will be broken up. I've no mm. doubt. Yeah, that, 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 that's kind of a fair point, Frank, as well. Maybe yeah, the wife is jump, could jump on the gun a bit, maybe give her a little bit of time 100%. to reflect on 100%. Without a doubt. That's what we all do. It's instant reaction. It's her mother, blah, blah, blah. Right. It's, and it was his mother. He'd be doing exactly the same, probably. It's logically, you get the, it, you get the bones of every, all the legal stuff and the care plan in place now. They can still go to Australia. We had little cameras. I was I was an un, unintentional carer. But I was my mother lived on her own, my brother's out of the country, my sister's away. I became a carer uh, from a distance. Now COVID was there, but we had cameras for ninety euro a pop. They're little size of small Easter egg, they record if someone farts in a room, it starts recording. Yeah, but but here's the thing, but if you're in Australia and you have little cameras, as you say, and not a bad idea for people who are living not too far away from the mother. But you're in Australia, and you see her falling down the stairs. But you're aware. What, what are you supposed to do? Yeah, look, hang on. My mother had a watch on those watches. She forgot it was on her wrist. Now, I'm talking about six years after the diagnosis. Right? But if, that's what I'm saying. She wouldn't press the button because she forgot it was on her wrist. But the camera, as soon as you fart... Sorry, yeah, you and, that, and that's fine. And I get all of that. I understand it completely what you're saying, which would be great for a family who lived in Ireland close by their mother and they could get there fairly quick to her if something went wrong or call people to get there quick. But if you're in Australia... No, quickly, quickly. It's on the internet. It's global. I and know, then, but what are you supposed to do? The point I'm making is, is that you're in Australia. You have nobody else you can call because the brother's not interested. He lives down the country. What are you, what are you going to do? No, no, listen to me. If you're in Australia or Ireland and the person falls... It's two days person, away. 
Hang on. No, Don't no. worry, Momo. I'll be there in 48 hours. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be there in two or three days. Like, Could you just hang on in there? Niall, it runs in real time. It's not a time I, don't, I understand what you're... You're missing the point, Kev. I appreciate what you're saying. And that's a wonderful idea if she lives in Kildare and you live in Newbridge or something or you live on the other side of Dublin. No, that's fine. No, but no, you're, no, you're three days away. No, no, you're not listening. To <laughs> I am. You're not. No, no, you're not going to jump in a plane and come home. You're going to ring the emergency services in Ireland from but, Australia. But you still want to go on to be with her. If it's a daughter and it's her mother and she's fallen or hurt herself or forgotten what she's up to, you're still going to want to be there. Well, at least you'll get her to hospital and then you can go see her days well, later when you get home rather than. But her are you going to keep? Do, are you going to keep doing that? If that's no, I, I'm tired. Every time something happens, you're back on a plane again. We're going back. This isn't going to happen now. I talk about five years down the road. That's okay. when it'll happen. Okay, well, Frank, okay, just very quickly, Frank, before we get to the break. Has he got a point that it could take five years before, you know, anything goes wrong in our life? Yeah, really? look, I mean, de- definitely he's got a point there. Um, for, for me, I would say this, this guy <laughs> needs to make a decision with his wife and say, look, look, your mum's still all right. Maybe... If she worsens, then you come down here in two, three years and we can look at the plan there. But if she's literally on, like, she's seriously uh, down and out now, then the only choice is to stay back for the mom. But if she's okay and it's just the, the diagnosis and she's still getting on fine, then yeah, you know what, he, he's definitely got a point. But if, she's, if she's lost the plot, then um, yeah. unfortunately not, then they, they, they have to stay. It would be the no, right I, thing I, to I, do. I, can I just say one thing? If, if she was so bad, she would have said, the, mother, the daughter would already know. They would have said, she's fit for a home. They obviously haven't said that. No, no, well, you know, she's not at that point yet. They just said she has become forgetful. Yeah, yeah and that's, that's why they got the diagnosis, yeah. It's a horrible thing to go through, but that's the procedure. Okay, because okay, listen, I have, I have to go to a break. Sorry, lads, I'm going way over time. The number's 87 8 If you have any thoughts on this, you can text us or WhatsApp us right now. Maybe you've been in that situation. I'll play one quick voice memo. Yep. Hi, Noel. How you doing? How are you? I think the wife is right. She's staying looking after her mother. He's being selfish. Unless they have problems already in the marriage and he just wants Maybe. to go and it's an easy way for him to get out. That's the way I see it. Yeah. If he's stuck with if he believes he loves his wife, he should stick with her. Because your mother is your mother at the end of the day. That's the way I see it. Cheers. Now, the Nile Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. All right, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. And let me go to Shauna. Uh, Shauna, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits Radio. How are you doing? Hi, very well, thank you. Now, Shauna, um, this is a difficult situation, isn't it? It is. You know, we made the decision to leave, but we couldn't leave while my dad was still alive. This is when you left South Africa, obviously. I left South Africa. So my dad had Parkinson's and dementia, and he was sick for a total of nine years. And we couldn't leave while he was still alive. There was no way I could leave him, okay? But literally a week after he passed away, we decided we were going to go as a family. It, it was a decision that we made. Now, my mother is still in South Africa. She's in her 80s, you know. And how do you feel being here? Well, I mean, look, South Africa is not quite as far as Australia would be from Ireland. You know, well, I, I, how, how long does it take to get to South Africa? Day and a half-ish? Well, it's a 12-hour flight if you fly direct. Okay. So it's about the same in distance from South Africa to 
Australia or South Africa to yes. Well, Australia's what? It, Australia's like yeah, 22 hours, isn't it, on the plane? Well, yeah, from here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? It boils down to if you've made... I mean, everybody has a reason for wanting to leave and go and live in another country. And it's well, a for a better decision. life, generally, isn't it? Just for a better it's life. A, yeah. It's a big decision. It's not something that you take lightly. But once you've made the decision, for whatever reason you want to go, then you must go. But okay, so so okay, so very quickly because I want to come to Mike as well. I've got a minute and a half. So the husband is already checked out. He's gone. He's he's yeah. away. And and so was the wife up to the other day or last week when she got this diagnosis for yeah. her mom. And her mom is okay at the moment. She, she's healthy. I mean, it, you know, it boils down to why did you make the decision to leave in the first place? Well, they well they didn't know I, about her mom's diagnosis at that time. I told my mom, and uh, like I said, I mean, we have no friends or family or anything in Ireland. We came here alone. We've got no support group here, you know. Yeah. But I said to my mom, this is the right decision for us. We have reasons why we wanted to do it. We, in our hearts, believed we did the right thing. And as hard as what it is leaving my mom behind, which it is. I mean, she's 80. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's an incredibly difficult decision to make. But deep down inside, we believe it is the right decision okay. for our Okay, so should, should should the guy convince his wife to change her mind now? She should remember why they decided to okay. go in the first place. Okay, stay there for a second, Mike. I've got 50 seconds. Go for it, Mike. You're on Ireland's Class Against Radio. Yeah, I just think they need to both sit down, talk it out, and if she wants to stay, that's fine. Look after her mother, no begrudging her there. But if he's checked out, his mental health's checked out, good to go. And then, oh, look, if they have to get divorced, they have to get divorced. And that's oh, okay, that. okay. <laughs> right. Well, it, look, I know that sounds very cold-hearted, and I can be, because I, yeah. I was put in a, a situation years ago where, now, again, I wasn't married or anything, but a girl wanted me to propose to her and she wanted a child because her biological clock was ticking. I says, I don't want a marriage and I don't want a child. So I says, you'll have to find someone else that'll give you that. Yeah, and you have to make a tough decision then, don't you? Well, I just said I wasn't willing to do that. I sat down with myself first and go, look. Oh, no, you were right. You, you, were, you would be wrong to make a decision that you weren't happy with, of course. Yeah, yeah now I know it's different marriage. It can yeah, be a bit no. messier and all that. But look at Again, if he's going to stay and he, like... I no, know and as I to... said, if he stays, from what I've read in his email, because he hasn't made the decision to stay with her at this stage, obviously he's checked out. If he makes a decision to stay, he will resent her. Exactly. He will. Yep. He yeah. will. You know, they will. They will probably both regret it later on. Real people. Real opinions. Real Talk Radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic.